congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines national champs. If I would have said at the start of the year, the national championship team is going to have its coach suspended for six games during the regular season. Two different incidents, two separate incidents. And you'd go, wait, he's going to not coach for six games. They're still going to win the national championship. Yeah. And he'll be an object of desire for NFL teams as well. Yeah. That happened right in front of our very eyes. The Michigan Wolverines, they dominated Washington last night. Or at least it felt like they did. Every time I thought Washington might have an answer, a counterpunch, they did not deliver. They didn't have those big plays. It was a matchup that we knew what was supposed to happen or could happen. Washington was going to have big plays. They had to have big plays. They didn't. Michigan was just going to run the football. And they did. Washington knew it, couldn't do anything about it. Michigan rushes for 303 yards. That's the most in a national title game. Most rushing yards in a BCS Bowl game since Georgia rushed for over 300 yards. That was 2017 when they beat Oklahoma. And in that game, I think it was Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb as they both rushed for over 100 yards. Blake Corum rushed for 134 last night and uh, Donovan Edwards as well. So they got four touchdowns out of their running game. And it was no secret. Michigan's offensive line was that good. I think Michigan's defense was underrated. I thought they put a lot of pressure on uh, Michael Penix Jr. And uh, I didn't think Washington's offensive line, which is one of the better offensive lines in the country, was ready for that. There was always one guy. There was always one person. Didn't know where he was coming from. He was putting pressure on Michael Penix Jr. But that being said, you know, If you look at the final score, I don't think that's a true indication of this game. Starting the fourth quarter, it felt like Washington was one or two plays away from maybe putting a little bit of pressure on J.J. McCarthy. And I said this yesterday, he's not going to throw the football. He might be the greatest quarterback in Michigan history, but they don't rely on him. They relied on him last year to throw the football, not this year. And I thought that over under a 15 passes for J.J. McCarthy, he ended up with 18 passes. 140 yards. He had a couple of plays, important plays, but it was really, it was the running game and uh, that defense putting pressure on Michael Penix Jr. And in case you're wondering, Jim Harbaugh, right away, meeting with the media after the game, had this to say about his innocence. This was not a season where everything went the way you wanted it to. There were some the off the field issues, which we all know about. Can you talk about the satisfaction? having overcome those as well to get to this point? Does it make it even sweeter? Right. Can I? Can I? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it, it couldn't have gone better. It went exactly how we wanted it to go, uh, to win every game. Uh, the off-the-field off issues, we're innocent. <clears throat> and and we, stood, we stood strong and tall because we knew we were innocent. And... I just like to point that out. And these guys, these guys are innocent. And, yeah, overcome that. Um, it wasn't that hard because we, we knew we were innocent. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, that's really what I want to say. It went exactly how we wanted it to go. It went exactly how we wanted it to go. Okay. So this season went as scripted then. Get suspended a couple of times. 
Even your quarterback came out and said, look, we started stealing signs because Ohio State was doing that. Okay. We waited for Jim Harbaugh to stand up and say, hey, this is why we're innocent. And then when he realized that somebody was doing something and somebody was getting information, then he was going to stand down and take his punishment here. But through it all, they were a great team. Both sides of the ball, they were a great team. I don't think they trailed at halftime this year in any game. I don't think they trailed more than a few minutes in in, uh, their entire season. They were a great team this year. But if you look back three years ago, this was during COVID. Michigan was two and four. And all of a sudden, uh, Jim, if you want to stay, you're going to have to take a pay cut. And he did. And then we wondered, boy, this next season, what's going to happen? But it almost energized him. Like, okay, here's the chip on his shoulder, and give credit to Harbaugh because he finally got a team that was in the true image of himself and the other teams that he's had in his coaching career. And you saw that last night. You saw that the last couple of years. I mean, you go back. I'm shocked that they got upset by TCU last year. But they're back, and they win the national title. And rightfully so. They were a great football team. What really stood out with the Jim Harbaugh, that that response we just had with the reporter's question, he starts out his answer by saying, can I? Like he's asking for permission from somebody from Michigan, I'm guessing, you know, like, um, hey, we don't want to ask any of those questions here. Well, those questions are going to persist. It's like the Astros, that story had more validity and had legs because they won. If they don't win, then the story may go away a lot quicker. Michigan winning, it won't go away. It'll still be there. And they're still under investigation. Three years from now, we could be talking about this, and Jim Harbaugh could be, you know, coaching in the NFC, uh, you know, wildcard round. I mean, USC took years for that to play out. And... Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, Jim might not even be there. Probably won't be there in three years by the time they get around to, you know, hearing this. I thought it didn't matter what the outcome was going to be, that I think Jim's going to the NFL. And I think the Raiders are going to make a push for Jim. I think Carolina Carolina and Washington may be fighting each other for Bill Belichick. The Chargers opening is out there, but... And here's another thing. We were talking about these coaching vacancies or you know, guys getting fired. You had a couple of guys, Ron Rivera, uh, Arthur Smith getting fired yesterday. If you didn't get fired yesterday, are you safe today? At what point, like, you know, Belichick out of respect, they were not going to fire him yesterday. At the end of the week, maybe we'll have a, you know, some kind of a, you know, PR statement there that you know, we've decided to part ways and say nice things, verbal bouquets on both sides. But Mike Vrabel, safe. Matt Eberflus in Chicago, safe. If you made it through Monday, and then you go to work and you just, hey, we're getting ready for the draft and we're getting ready for free agency. We're getting ready for all these things, and all of a sudden you're just waiting. You're waiting for Shirley, who is the uh, receptionist for the owner, to go, oh, yes, Shirley? Yes, um, <clears throat> ownership would like to see you. 
Yes, Pauline. Are you looking for little tells? Like if you're yeah. Matt Eberflus, you pull up, you're like, it's, it usually says reserved for Matt Eberflus, but it says reserved for head coach of Chicago Bears. Yeah. Just to, Or you swipe your card, you're like, bloop. Yeah. Oh, bloop is yep, good. Yep, still goes through. It brings in a box of donuts today. Like, hey, everybody. Hey, How we doing? Huh? Uh, hey, hey, what? Yeah, I just thought I'd do something <laughs> nice. You know, end of the season, bring in some donuts. I know you guys love these, so. Uh, TireRack.com, the first hour brought to you by those great folks, the official tire expert and retailer of the Dan Patrick Show. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Try the easy-to-use tire decision guide, full lineup of Firestone tires, and uh, TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. All righty, Seton. But it is weird that Harbaugh's asking permission because it felt like going into that press conference, there was some kind of game plan of let's not make this about the suspensions. Let's make it about the kids. They won the title, and that's where Jim goes, can I? Can I? But, you know, he said, uh, you know, we're innocent uh, a couple times, and this is the way, you know, basically that this is the way the season was uh, meant to be. It was scripted this way. Yes, he It is odd how they keep fluctuating between we're innocent and, well, everybody was doing it too. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of odd. It's like it's like Michigan has morphed. Well, everybody was doing it, so that means we're innocent into one thing or something. I, I don't really understand what it is. Yeah. I wanted Harbaugh, if he's innocent, to stand up and, and prove that he was innocent or do the best he could to prove he was innocent. That was all I wanted. If, if you're innocent, great. If it's somebody, if somebody went rogue on your staff, okay, then great. Point that out. But did you benefit from this? And that's why I've said this before. In three years from now, do they vacate the title? Do they vacate the title because they're going to forfeit those games? If you did cheat, what games did you cheat in? Can we give you victories there? I mean, I don't, with the NCAA, you never know. And that's why I wondered, what's the best story? Michigan winning keeps this alive. 